turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to Bob Bernie Live on this Tuesday afternoon after our Independence Day weekend. And um, I thank God for America. We have serious problems. We really, really do, but... I am grateful that God has raised up this country, and I am praying for a spiritual revival in our country, because that's the only thing that's going to save it. That is the only thing that is going to save this country. If we continue to drift farther and farther to the left, uh, politically, and more importantly, theologically, this country will be destroyed. I say it continuously, not to be provocative, but because I believe it is true. The liberal progressive left destroys everything that it touches. And I can't think of an exception. Everything. It destroys everything uh, that it touches. Uh, Now, just real quick, concerning this shooting in uh, Chicago, um, I just wonder how much we will learn about the shooter. Uh, Most of the mass shootings, if if you look at trends, most of the mass shootings, males, uh, white males, between 16 and 21. Loners who spend a lot of time alone. And to my knowledge, um, and these are the things that are not brought out in the public often, and I think they should be. Uh, To my knowledge, every one of the mass shooters have been involved in violent extremely violent video games. They were loners and were obsessed with very, very violent video games. And in almost every case, there were all kinds of warning signs. The shooter in the Texas shooting down in Uvalde, Texas, There were so many warning signs that somebody should have caught. Now, we're just one day, you know, we're 24 hours away from this shooting in the Chicago suburb yesterday. But we already know that he was a loner, and he was active on social media, made threats, talked about violence on social media. We do not know yet 
that he was involved in violent video games. But personally, I'm almost positive that if that is released, and and this is one of the things I don't understand when these things happen. We know so much about the shooter, his family, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this. And you have to look in very obscure places to find out, yeah, he was obsessed with violent video games. I don't know why that's not front and center. If this is a common denominator, why isn't this discussed? Now, again, this is pure speculation on my part with this uh, uh, this shooter in uh, in Chicago. Uh, and I suspect, and again, have no reason other than just personal suspicion, he was a pot smoker. Just my personal suspicion. Um, one of the most astounding things going on in our country right now is the promotion of marijuana. It's If you have any common sense, any objectivity at all, you know that marijuana, except in the rare cases where it has medicinal benefits, and there are people who do benefit from medicinal marijuana, but we also know, anybody who knows the industry at all knows that a good portion, possibly the majority of people who get marijuana for medicinal purposes are just getting it to get high. But the adverse effects are so well documented. Marijuana is a very, very dangerous drug. And again, the evidence in the states, particularly like Colorado, where recreational marijuana has been in existence for some time, it is just incredibly detrimental, particularly to young people. And yet we, even here in Ohio, even Republican legislators are leading the charge to get recreational marijuana legalized here in Ohio. I I expect this from the loony left, but I don't expect that kind of nonsense from Republicans. And yet, the push to legalize marijuana here in Ohio has a whole bunch of Republicans behind the charge, and I I don't get it. Um, whether we'll find that out about this young man, don't know, but it would not it it just would not surprise me. All right, before the break, let me give you some good news. According to Operation Rescue, uh, they did a first-hand investigation across America since Roe versus Wade has been overturned, and already at least forty-nine abortion centers have closed just since the overturning of Roe versus Wade. Forty-nine abortion clinics. In Alabama, four closures. Arkansas, two closures. Arizona, four. Georgia, one. Kentucky, two. 
Michigan 1, Missouri 1, Ohio 10, South Carolina 3, Tennessee 3, Texas 14, Wisconsin 4, Wyoming 1, which means Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, Wisconsin, and Wyoming are abortion-free states. Can I repeat that? These states are now abortion-free. Alabama, Arkansas, Kentucky, Missouri, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Abortion-free. 49 abortion centers already have closed, and dozens more will be closing soon. Now, I'm going into a break, but when we come back, what about that 10-year-old girl that became pregnant here in Ohio? Have you heard that story? If you haven't, you need to, and we need to discuss it. How do we deal with something like that? Uh, we'll talk about that when we return. You're listening to Bob Rooney Live. My telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. All right, how many times, how many times you heard me say the liberal left does not deal with facts, truth? Now they deal with emotion, feelings, hysteria. Uh, that is certainly on display in this whole abortion argument and Roe versus Wade. As I said earlier in the program, I double-dog dare you to find anyone who opposes the Supreme Court decision and supports abortion that will deal with the decision by the Supreme Court on a constitutional basis. None of the protesters are talking about the Constitution. It's emotion, feelings, hysteria. Uh, And then you have emotional stories like the one here in Ohio. To my knowledge, almost every major news site, uh, TV, major TV networks, uh, print, uh, online, CNN, MSNBC, all of them, have emphasized the story, tragic story, of a 10-year-old Ohio girl who was impregnated. She became pregnant, 10 years old. Uh, Roe versus Wade was overturned. The Attorney General of Ohio immediately... Uh, went to the federal court that had placed an injunction on the heartbeat bill and uh, said that the heartbeat bill should be enforced immediately, uh, which uh, no abortion after six weeks. Now, 
I don't know the truthfulness of this story because, again, it's the mainstream media that's reporting it. But the story goes that this little girl, 10 years old, she has been pregnant for six weeks, and it's reported different ways in two days, six weeks and three days, six weeks and four days, six weeks and one day. But within the period of time that a heartbeat can normally be discovered. So this 10-year-old child can no longer get an abortion in Ohio. So she is forced to go to another state so that a 10-year-old child is not forced to give birth to a baby. So all of the networks are going, this is what's going to be happening. There's this case in Ohio, 10-year-old child uh, was pregnant six weeks and three days, just three days away from when she could have gotten an abortion, and three days because of these evil Supreme Court justices, because of Roe v. Wade being overturned, this poor child. And by the way, I am not diminishing the tragedy of a 10-year-old child being pregnant. Please understand, it's an incredible tragedy. But this is what the mainstream media, and I've heard it over and over. What about the 10-year-old child in Ohio? What about the 10-year-old child in Ohio? How many times is this going to happen in America? The 10-year-old child in Ohio, forced to go to another state to get blah, 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 blah. All right. How often do you pass legislation or deal with some legally for one-tenth of one percent of the population. I tried to do a little research. How many 10-year-olds get pregnant in America every year? I couldn't find it. I could not find, and I spent a considerable amount of time, I could not find anywhere that told me how many 10-year-olds get pregnant in America every year. I did, however, find 14 and under. And there's a world of difference between a 10-year-old getting pregnant and a 14-year-old for many reasons, and I don't think I need to go into those reasons because if you have any common sense, you know. Now, when you go to 14 years of age and younger, it is one-tenth of one percent. One-tenth of one percent. That's 14 and younger. I could not find any record of how many 10-year-olds. But here's my point. It's incredibly, extraordinarily rare extraordinarily rare for a 10-year-old to get pregnant. So here we have the mainstream media making a huge thing. And by the way, it is a huge thing that a 10-year-old. But they're making a huge thing out of something that almost never happens. 
And we can be very thankful that it almost never happened. Does it? Yes. In rare, very, very, extremely rare cases. But here's what really is sad. Nobody's talking about the perpetrator, the wicked, evil monster that impregnated a 10-year-old. I haven't heard anybody talking about that. Nobody at CNN, nobody at MSNBC, NBC, ABC, CBS, uh, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, who, by the way, have all used this 10-year-old child illustration, not one of them have talked about this evil, wicked pervert who impregnated a 10-year-old child. That's forgotten because it doesn't fit their agenda. So they are more than willing to use a 10-year-old child in extraordinarily rare, extraordinarily rare situation to try desperately to make their case for abortion on a purely emotional, hysterical basis. So they find a rare, rare, rare exception to try to make a rule. Never wise to make rules based on an incredibly rare exception. Now, should this 10-year-old be forced to give birth? I don't know the medical dangers of a 10-year-old trying to give birth. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know whether the life of the mother would be at stake. I don't know. But I know this, this incredibly tragic but extraordinarily rare situation should not be used for abortion policy.